Hello, Empower Nation. Welcome to Empower Her Money podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan. I am a money coach helping women master their money. I'm also a speaker and an author. Head over to empoweryourmoney.net for my newest book, and that's .net. So if you can think about a net in front of you capturing your money, empoweryourmoney.net. Hopefully you will enjoy the book. And today we are talking about one of my favorite topics, investing in real estate and specifically multifamily investing. And my host today, or actually my my guest today is Jennifer. How are you? Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yes, Jennifer, you have been in the mortgage industry since you were like two for like 20 years. So I am excited about this topic. Real estate investing is one of my favorite avenues to grow your wealth. So please share a little bit about your story and kind of how you got to where you are today. Yeah, so my story begins at 18 um, when I uh, chose to get into the mortgage industry, um, and it was 100% based off of my faith. Um, I was struggling to figure out what I wanted to do as far as full paid academic scholarship, go to college, or get into the mortgage business. And so I, uh, I prayed on it and prayed on it and prayed on it. And God just said, this was the path. So I just blindly went down that path. Um, I actually never went to college. So 22 years later, here we are. Um, I think that I made the the right decision and I, uh, just never looked back. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So it goes to show sometimes, you know, um, especially when we were younger, they pushed to go to college and find a career and, Oftentimes you don't necessarily need that piece of paper and to spend all that money to have a incredibly successful career like you have managed to do. So truly amazing. And I love that you bring God into the topic as you know, I'm a Christian too. And so having God in our life and just trusting that he knows what's best and we're just kind of along for the ride. So I love that. Love that. All right. So today I do want to focus on multifamily investing. So if you can talk about what that loan kind of looks like for the audience and also talk about what does multifamily mean? Like when you're looking at it from a lender, how many units, and then, you know, go through the process to kind of educate us a little bit on what we should be prepared, prepared for. Yeah. So I think that our audience really needs to know about um, how you can build that wealth and have somebody else pay your mortgage for you. So whether it is a duplex, triplex or quad, so that's two, three, and for units. Um, so we can still do that as your primary residence and then allow somebody else to pay that mortgage. So you've got an, let's just call it an FHA three and a half percent down um, quad for units. You've got three other units that someone is paying rent to you. Um, you talk about building wealth right there, right? So that is, I mean, I push people towards that as our, as our younger generation comes through. Um, it is what I call the biggest life hack that nobody talks about. And it's like, you can build wealth so quickly through those multifamily uh, units. Yeah. Awesome. I think I read a statistic recently that you put out about um, Florida or the Tampa market and real estate. Talk about the numbers that you're seeing as far as the growth is concerned. Yeah, so I, I put that out today. So it is in the last decade, Tampa Bay has increased, um, had an appreciation of 282%. So there's a lot of talk in regards to, oh my goodness, there's going to be a housing crisis. It's going to crash. 
I don't know about you, but I'll take 282% return on my money all day, twice on Sunday. So yeah, Tampa is just hot, hot, hot. Yeah. And if you think about the stock market, if you would have put that same money in the stock market, they're not even close to that kind of return. So, you know, real estate is tangible asset. It's not going anywhere and you don't have to worry necessarily about it just, you know, going bankrupt because you still have land value and hopefully you have the right insurance in place. And so if something happens, then you're, you're protected, right? So I think yeah. that's pretty amazing. So when you're looking at someone who is perhaps buying that two, three, or four unit from a lender's perspective, what kind of documents should they have ready if they start going down this path? Yeah, so to qualify for a mortgage, we're going to need um, basic information, pay stubs, bank statements, W-2, tax returns if you're self-employed. Um, if you're self-employed, we're also going to need to see a profit and loss. So those are just like basic financial documents that we need from you. Gotcha. And what are some no-nos? Because I think oftentimes when people are looking to buy a house, whether it's a primary home or an investment home, they make some pretty silly mistakes in that process. They're out with their realtor looking at properties and they don't quite know some things they should not be doing that might affect their loan. So talk about some stories that you have seen um, that are no-nos for people looking to buy a house. Yeah, I think the biggest no-no, um, honestly, is moving money. So we have to document where money is coming from. So there's the anti-money laundering um, law out there. And that regulation keeps makes us have to document pretty much everything that goes into your bank account. So if you're transferring money or putting cash in there or getting money from family, friends, um, you just have to document it. So we have to know where it's coming from and doing that prior to going out and, and looking at houses uh, is obviously the best thing to do. But obviously having that conversation with your lender to make sure that you're doing it correctly. And it's not just a, oh yeah, my uncle gave me $10,000 in cash. I can't use that. I literally cannot use that. So moving money around is is a big one. And honestly, it's just more painful for um, our, our buyers that they're like, oh, it's just, it's just my money. Like, why do you need to, to know where it's coming from? I'm the same way. If I wasn't in the business, I would, I would ask the same question. Um, the second no-no is, uh, you know, opening new lines of credit. Uh, um, we cry so badly when people show up with new cars or, you know, I'm buying a new car, I'm trading my car in and it's not a big deal because I'm just getting a new car. It matters. It matters. Don't buy a boat. Go get a new car. Don't open new credit cards. So those are things. Just don't run your credit and don't move or don't not run your credit. But more importantly, just don't open new credit and don't move money around. What happens if I were to switch jobs? Uh, those really switching jobs doesn't bother us as long as we can essentially, again, documented. So um, a big misconception in the industry is that you've got to have two years or you've got to be on your job for um, a certain period of time. Usually an offer letter is going to be able to substantiate that. So, you know, Angela is now moving from A to B and she makes X amount per year with a start date of, of Y, right? That's really what we need. We don't need you necessarily to, to be at the new job. Um, really it the rule of thumb is especially for people that have been out of uh like new moms getting back in that stayed at home um or just took a uh, period of time off six months out six months back so if you've been out of work for six months you need to be back to work for six months it's a good rule of thumb 
Gotcha. So is it important for us to talk with a lender first and then make sure that all of our documents are in place before we go looking at properties? And why, why do you recommend that? Yes. Um, so you don't waste money. So the whole point of, you know, the, the podcast is financial freedom and, and financial co coaching. Um, going to get pre-approved uh, with a lender, first and foremost, one, lets you know what you can buy. Two, lets you know what your monthly payment is. A lot of us, you know, at, at the end of the day, I know what I'm paying in a mortgage per month, not what my rate is, not what I, I mean, essentially, you know what you bought the house for. But even me, I'm like, what did I buy my house for again? What was that number? I need to look that up. But I can tell you what my mortgage payment is every single month. So getting that information beforehand, so you're not out wasting your time, falling in love with a property where you don't ever want to pay that kind of payment. Um, mm -hmm. And also making sure that you qualify. So there's sometimes people think, oh my goodness, you know, oh, I can, I can afford that. I can buy that. And it's like, okay, but can I document that? Can I personally document to make sure you do qualify for that? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So I have a fun question for you. <laughs> if I you like can, questions. if you could have, and I'm, I'm kind of looking at um, the picture that's behind you as well. So if you could have a superpower or super talent, what would it be? And why would you pick that? Um, this is a great question. Um, I've always thought, um, my, my superpower is just to help others. Like that's why I got into this career. So back to the beginning question of like, why did you get into, um, this business? And I truly just, I love helping other people. And so for me, if I could, you know, find a way to, to look at somebody and understand like what's going on in their life and, and be able to talk to them, you know, we, we all carry things every single day. It doesn't matter who you are from A to Z. Um, it, like you walk in an elevator and I just, I make it a point to smile and say hi, you know, but if you knew what was going on with that person, like maybe you could, you could help a little more and, and change their life for the better. So every day of my children's lives before they left for school, I always said change somebody's life for the better. Um, and so I think that would be my superpower. I love that. I love that so much. That's just, you know, and that comes along with our faith too, you know, believing that if we help others, then we'll be rewarded in, in some way, shape or form without expectation. But that that's kind of what you do, right? You're, you're helping other people realize their dreams and helping them build generational wealth. So that's just, that's awesome. I love it. So Jennifer, um, if our audience wants to get in touch with you, learn more about lending, or perhaps, you know, hire you as their mortgage lender when they're purchasing their investments or primary homes, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? So everything is my name. So it's Jen with one N, jenmartinez.com. Uh, my email is jen at jenmartinez. Uh, my website is jenmartinez.com. And my cell phone, which is pretty much attached to me 24 hours a day, seven days a week, um, is 813-480-4747. Um, and those are the best ways to reach me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate your time today. Thanks for having me. It was awesome. And uh, just, I love what you're doing and empowering women. So um, thanks for having me today. Awesome. Awesome. That concludes another episode of Empower Her Money. I am your host, Angela Duncan, where we are giving you action items and teaching you about finance so that you can build generational wealth. Thank you, everybody.